0: Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Super big thanks. Go out to Ace Andrews. He'll be taking care of the show today, making sure we have a fantastic signal and taking your calls a little later on when we give away a copy of Earn, Save, Give, Wesley's Simple Rules for Money. Stay tuned for that right after this second break. Hey, have you joined the I Work For Him Nation yet? Have you gone out to IWorkForHim.com and clicked on the I Work For Him Nation flag? Every day we've got new people joining the I Work For Him Nation, making that commitment to start praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. Here's what we're looking for. We're looking for people to join the I Work For Him Nation that have already decided in their hearts that, listen, they want to make a difference in their workplace, but they're not sure how to do it. And the I Work For Him Nation covenant will help make it clear. We're looking for people to make that will actually start praying by name for their coworkers and employees every day. We're looking for people that will look for ways to serve those people in their workplace in order to get an opportunity just to be Jesus to them. We're looking for people that will look for ways to befriend the people in the workplace outside of work so you can develop a real relationship and that privilege, that opportunity to be Jesus to somebody. We're looking for people that are are on the alert, for people whose countenance is down, and they get an opportunity to say, hey, can I pray with you? All along, we're looking for people of excellence, people that are outstanding in their positions, people that are looking for... Just an opportunity to just do great work. That's what it means to be part of the I Work For Him Nation. People that are willing to stand out and stand up for their faith each and every day. Go out to IWorkForHim.com and click on the I Work For Him Nation flag. You know, Martha, we're getting new people every day that are joining the I Work For Him Nation. And uh, we actually had somebody from uh, Tampa Bay Steel. They, they had a couple of their executives on the show on Friday. Somebody, one of the workers of Tampa Bay Steel, awesome. joined the I Work For Nation today. You know, but it takes a paradigm shift in our minds. Do you know what that paradigm shift says, Martha?
1: Well, if you're referring to our verse that we love so much, it's Romans 12, 2. And it says, don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And that's the paradigm shift that so many of us have to experience
0: well and what does that paradigm shift look like I think that's what people really struggle with is they don't really know what that paradigm shift looks like and I think it just is for me it's an overall attitude and recognizing that you know I, I can be a workplace pastor and, and I can, and, and, and we can be workplace ministers and the fact that it doesn't matter what we do during the day what we say what we do makes a difference. So people are watching because a lot of us stand out there in the community and people are looking at us going, hey, you say you're a Christian, yet I don't see anything different about you. But, but sometimes people look at us and they go, okay, but you guys are talking about marriage all the time. You guys are, are standing out there. We know you're Christians, So they're expecting our behavior to look different. So we're trying to set that standard for, hey, my life has been impacted by Jesus Christ. No, I'm not living perfectly. But boy... I want to be that standout employee. I want to be that person that really seeks to touch the lives, God touching the lives of people through me. Yeah.
1: And sometimes it may just be that you make them curious to ask the question, why? Why are you that way? Why, you know, why when everybody else jumps ship, why are you there to get my back? Or why are you there to encourage me? And that's the opportunity that we wait for sometimes to be able to tell people who we really are.
0: You know, we, every day for together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha, we always try to tackle topic topics. I'm having a hard time in my mouth today. We tackle topics (laughs) that have to do with, with marriage and relationships. And often we struggle with, um, not, we don't, we don't struggle with topics. We always, we have to tie in those topics to the workplace we don't struggle with that but sometimes we get just talking about marriage and sometimes we just get talking about relationships and we've had some amazing shows but when we were on um, when we were on our cruise retreat earlier this year we spent a whole morning talking about the impact of money on relationships and then we actually broke off and did a discussion on personality right and that was a little bit different approach we never ever you know uh, neither of us are psychologists neither of us are professional counselors We'd, we but we as business people we look at uh, people's personalities and how we interact with them as managers
1: we do and we're we're getting to the point where we're more and more understanding the fact that you know the way people are wired makes a huge impact in how they do their job and what kind of jobs they do well and so the same holds true in marriages and relationships that the way that people are wired the way that God created them is unique and that is The part that is their input into the marriage or the relationship and to be um, understanding of what that looks like and how it impacts the other person. Those are all huge into having a good relationship.
0: And what's funny is, well, funny in a sick twisted sort of way, is that so many people have been married for years and yet they don't even know, they've never taken time to identify people's the personality of the person you're married to um a lot of managers out there work with people they never take time to identify the personalities of people that work for them and then uh, and really when you look at a marriage relationship on, on this money side as i'm seeing this i'm just guessing we're going to take two different days to talk about money and personalities <laughs> i don't, I don't all think
1: we're going to fit this all in today no i really don't think
0: we're going to get it all in but when you look at it you know to understand personality and how that impacts how we spend money in our relationship our marriage relationship how we handle money is really a, an indicator of how we uh it, it's how we revere the lord what our training is but there's just so many different pieces because the bottom line is as Martha and I have studied it and as Martha and I've experienced it if you are having an issue with your relationships it impacts how you work and if your marriage is a mess or if your marriage is under stress and you are ignoring it it impacts your work and if your marriage is uh doing great it impacts your work and so we just take every tuesday and dedicate it to marriage because marriage was a gift to man from god it is a display of everything that god ever intended for perfection here on earth because husbands and wives when they come together are a reflection of god because he it says in genesis he He created him male and female. He created them in his image. He created them. And so when husbands, wives come together, we reflect our heavenly father.
1: We do. And so when we have been learning about different aspects of marriage and relationship and things, it's been fun. You were talking about how we don't know our personalities. You could be married a long time and not have have delved into that at all. And that's one of the things that we've been trying to do a lot on these Tuesday shows is look at different simple ways to learn about each other.
0: So Tuesdays we're spending delving we're delving. We're delving. Do you okay, feel de- like you're delving? I don't really know what that feels like. You know what delving, like delving feels
1: like? <laughs> it's somebody,
0: yeah, can somebody call in and give us the definition of delving? No, don't do that. Don't drive Ace crazy. We'll leave that for when we call in for the book. All right, so on in this session that we had on the marriage cruise, which we'd like to invite you, hey, you know, let's just take, let's do a commercial. Okay. Are you ready to do the commercial? Sure. Is the website updated yet? It is really close. <laughs> okay, but on Facebook, it's out there, right? The event has been created on Facebook?
1: There is an event on Facebook.
0: All right, so... Uh, So okay, so we've got the the dates lined up for next year's Cruiserweight to Better Marriage (laughs) Retreat. And the reason we talk about it right now for march the 30th through april the 3rd of 2017 is that if you sign up right now you got a whole year to pay for it and so you can spread out the payments all year long that's right and it makes it very easy as opposed to just coming up next october november and writing a check we'd love to give you that opportunity to really prepare and to give your marriage something to look forward to a whole year in advance so go out to facebook And look for our page, I Work For Him. Take time to like us when you're on I Work For Him, our Facebook page. And then how do they find the event on there?
1: Um, They just look for it. (laughs) I don't know how to explain it. People know how to find events on Facebook. If they don't, email me at Martha at IWorkForHim.com.
0: I just got the look on radio. Well, I, like, I
1: mean, uh, how do you explain things that are happening on Facebook? I don't know. I can Facebook. pull it up on the screen and we can no, look at it. Just, okay, just... so
0: listen, we'd love to have you come along. Last year we had couples from six different churches all over Tampa Bay. This year we're hoping to have lots more represented. We're just trying to just pass on the influence, our inspiration, our passion for digging deep in marriages. We're trying to pass it on to churches all across the United States of America. Because God loves marriage he created it and and the church the body of christ really needs to work at it because it is the hope for the future of our world the disintegration of the family if if you look at the impact of the disintegration of the family in our country alone in the last 50 years you could see every kind of negative impact has been shown all all, all kinds of negative impacts because of the attacks on marriage but as you see marriages being strengthened, you see positive impacts all around. It, it makes everybody's life better when marriages are stronger. So get signed up for the Marriage Cruise and start listening every Tuesday on I Work For Him. In fact, you should listen every day, but on Tuesdays. Tuesdays yeah.
1: are a fun, different highlight kind of a day.
0: I just don't see it. You're just not in that uh, that fun mood. How do well, I get I,
1: you? Yeah, well, it? What,
0: because what I... I... I put you on the spot about the cruise? no. <laughs> okay all right so here's we have five money personalities well we don't have we don't. five. okay but everybody that would got, be but awful the, the money we personalities are, we, we first talked to scott and bethany palmer early last mm-hmm. year about their book the five money personalities yes and we had them on the show and they did a highlight so you can back and look at the the archive i'm not i don't remember the date of that archive i apologize but if you go out and search scott and bethany palmer You will find that on I work for him in the archive page, Mm -hmm. but they, we went through these five money personalities and and let's just go through them. Okay. All right. The first one, spender.
1: Yes. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. That's the person who likes to spend. All right.
0: If not, here's you're a spender. If you live in the moment, spenders are focused on what's happening right now and they're willing to spend money to make life a blast. They might have less money down the road, but for the spender, it's all about making great memories today.
1: Yeah, so um one of the things I guess just to back up is that we actually take a oh you wanted me to go through the points? I well, thought you wanted me to just talk. Well, call
0: talk, give call. Well,
1: I just wanted to explain the fact that you know, you take a little quiz that helps you to identify what this is. We they- don't just you don't just go, Oh yeah, that sounds like me.
0: well you could (laughs) you could you could and if you want to find out just type in the money personalities and there's a quiz out there and you sign up and then it gives you the results by putting in your email address put in your email address and then they can send you the results so uh, you're also you know you're a spender if you love to buy things for other people spenders get a lot of joy out of giving gifts helping out and treating other people. Right, and, and and the
1: last thing that they say about the spender is that they, it's all about the thrill of the purchase. And, you know, having been in retail, it's the things at the register at the last minute, you know, that they, they can, That's fun for them to say. Oh, I know somebody that this could be for. And it's not about how much they spend. It's just about that experience.
0: But there's some negative sides to being a spender. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes it could be impractical because they're impulse buyers. Uh, Maybe they're non-communicative. All that impractical impulse impulse buying means that spenders don't think, much less talk, through their purchases with their marriage partners. Yeah, so
1: they might hide it or be sneaky about it.
0: That creates some conflict. It's never a good idea to hide anything from your spouse
1: unless it's the birthday card or something like that the day before your birthday
0: uh, okay okay uh, I'll, I'll give you that <laughs> all right well you know so, we
1: always say always and never You know, always there's...
0: and never don't ever use either of those yeah. words you know and and spenders are are filled with regret often because they you know had a fantastic vacation and then they come home and they have to deal with the bills
1: yeah, and along those same lines, the spender can be that one that breaks the budget. that, um, And then you feel the regret, and then you don't want to talk about it because it causes fights. So so those are the, the negative sides of things that um, can happen All with a right. spender.
0: But the good news is, there's good news as always, and Christ can redeem a spender. There still may be a spender, but he can actually use that and your generosity to impact other people. But you need to do it alongside communicating with your spouse. So if you're a spender, raise your hand out there. Okay, yeah, okay, Put the hand back on your steering wheel if you're listening on the radio today, uh, to in the car. If you're on iHeartRadio, just get your hands back on a keyboard and go back to work while you're listening to us. <laughs> uh, okay, so the next one is saver. Mm-hmm. So the money. So first one is uh, spender. Next one saver. So a saver. Well,
1: it's funny because um, you and I. This was our number two personality that both of us came up with is that we're what that we are both savers, and uh, I don't think I was always a saver. I think that this is something I'm more of now, but um, there are people, the extreme of a saver is that person who finds great joy in saving money and not just saving on a purchase, but actually not spending the money.
0: Yeah. So I I love the way the book actually puts it. They get a rush Mm -hmm. out of saving money. Uh, But these people are typically organized, responsible and trustworthy when it comes to money. So they're really they've got QuickBooks down to the dime.
1: Yeah. And they're not going to take the kids college fund and go buy a boat and things like that. They're they're That's not how they don't save it to do things like that. We
0: didn't use the college fund to buy a boat. We use it to buy a car.
1: I wasn't making you an oh. example. Oh, man. <laughs>
0: yes, no, they no. went through college. They're good. They're graduated. They debt free. All right. So, okay, They rarely savers rarely spend money impulsively and they avoid credit card debt like anything. They, they, they avoid it like the plague. Mm-hmm.
1: I That's knew you were going to say it. that, like the plague. Yeah. Well, not That's... that any of us
0: know really what the plague is, but there used to be a plague. But. You know, like we saw that the plague was demonstrated. What movie, what TV show? We're watching like Murdoch Mysteries and it talked about the plague. Wasn't it the plague? It might have been the Black Plague. Yeah, the Black Plague. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, but if you're a saver, you sometimes because you save, you could be accused of being... A joy stealer. Yes. Oh, I just want yeah. to help somebody out. Yes, but we need to save money. Yeah.
1: Yeah that can that can rob the moment especially if it's somebody that's impulsive and wants to do that which you know it's finding that balance in all of these things as we talk through it That's
0: right savers can also be overly focused on financial goals obsessive about money and just be dow- downright described as cheap <laughs> Yeah No I thought that was all my Canadian friends and my Dutch buddy they're described as cheap No I don't know,
1: especially what. well, you know, the money rate has a lot to do with that. I love you.
0: I love you. But, you know, I'm giving you a hard time. Yeah. Because everybody always says, yeah, anyway, everybody, everybody and anybody. All right. Well, listen, we are, as we talk about these money personalities, it's important that we recognize that God gave us these personalities and there's a good and there's a bad side to these personalities. And it's so important that we recognize how God can use those things in our lives
1: yeah and especially for the saver to just not get focused so much on what's not important
0: today we're talking about money and how it impacts our relationships and we're talking about and then we're going to talk about money personalities which we did this on our marriage cruise and we wanted to do this on the air and i don't know if we'll ever get through all this today but because so many of us we live life without ever really studying ourselves and we really need to study ourselves
1: Yeah. One of the things that we have found, I mean, I know we've talked in the past um, about hiring people and doing the disc test and doing different things, no matter what people are doing. We're not talking about Frisbee either. Not that disc test. No, personality test. But no matter what we do, when we see people take some kind of a little assessment that tells them something about themselves and it resonates, it makes sense, they identify with it. It's like, a whole new excitement arises because they're like oh, this they somebody gets me somebody understands me even when we don't understand ourselves we go you mean we really do somewhat make sense there's something that makes sense about how how I act and how I behave and um, that's really exciting for people and it even when it boils down to your money, you know, what an amazing concept.
0: Well, and I think what's funny is that we have seen it time and time again when we do these tests and people are taking it, and then they, we start talking about the results, they start to giggle. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they just start to giggle out loud.
1: Or nudge yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah, like, the nudging. Oh, we word. should we
0: should announce when we take these tests, people are not allowed to nudge. You are not oh, allowed to nudge your No, spouse. but
1: there's no wrong. It's not like it's bad to be any one of these, so it's not like that's bad. It's like, oh my word, this
0: no, is you. There's good and bad of every personality, yeah. just like in, in my Major personality, the, the
1: major person, Well, the,
0: my D. You uh, are a major
1: personality.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so, dear. Uh, but it, but there's there's good and bad to the D. Of in, course. In my personality, and the the good is that that driver. I'm a I'm a, a driver, but my bad can be sometimes. I like just be a pain in the butt.
1: So all of those things have to be. Um overseen by the holy spirit in order to get the best <laughs> Amen results to that
0: sister all right so we're talking about money personalities and we the highlight of the first couple of them spender and saver and again if you want to find out more about your money personality you can go out to the website for the five money personalities and I will get that before we get off of this segment. But the five I mon-
1: think it's just five-moneypersonalities.com.
0: Is, it, is it? It's pretty easy to okay. find. <laughs> five-moneypersonalities.com. You can take the test. And if you want to get the results, just have them email them to you. Emphasis on email them to you. All right. So the third one is risk taker. Mm-hmm. Kind of picture rolling the dice.
1: Yeah, that's a good, good example.
0: And we got a lot of people listening out there. In fact, a lot of my entrepreneurial buddies and friends, ladies and gentlemen, this risk taker fits them because sure. they're conceptual thinkers. They're always thinking. They're not worried about the details. They just they just got an idea and they want to roll with it.
1: Right. And they get excited about all the different possibilities that they can, you know, have happen.
0: And they love finding the new adventures, but they get bored with the execution of the ventures that they're on, which is why they need people like you and I to just keep them on the details day and day off. not to make them the drudgery but because people that are risk takers tend to be uh, high eye um they they're very creative people maybe they're not always high eye but they're they're very creative people and they're always they're visionary types
1: sure and, okay. and, and they're not afraid to make that decision to say, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. I'm, I'm all in, you know, they're probably, I'm thinking like the, if you have to make the decision today kind of phone calls that you get, you know, that's probably, well, they're, a sometimes risk-taker.
0: they're ready, fire, aim kind of people. And that's, they listen to their gut in, in, in more than conventional wisdom mm-hmm. and, they're, but they're not afraid to make decisions. Right. So there's some downside to that then of the risk takers.
1: Well, sure, because somebody could really take advantage of them. They could be very vulnerable and just be like, you know, they're willing to go all in and it was maybe a bad idea. Like those
0: fake IRS phone calls that say, hey, you know, we're trying to keep you from getting prosecuted for owing tax money. So we're calling you tonight to say you need to pay your IRS tax bill.
1: No, I think they say, give me your Social Security (laughs) number. I don't know what they say. But
0: I answered one of those calls and they said you were in trouble. And I'm like. Dude, if you knew my wife, you wouldn't be making this phone call. We'll see you later. Uh, Okay. And they weren't really IRS people. There was a scam out there. Right. right. But a lot of times people that are risk takers are blinded by possibility and they're easily resented because they don't often involve their spouses when they're making decisions.
1: Yeah. That can just be hard on a relationship. Not that it was well, it it was just poorly executed. It was well intended, but not well executed.
0: Well, they come across sometimes as impatient and insensitive. Mm -hmm. I've been accused of both of those things, but I'm not a risk taker.
1: Not financially a risk taker. No. 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 And that's exactly what we're talking
0: about. All right. So how many of you out there are risk takers? That's right. You just Mm -hmm. took both hands off the wheel. Those (laughs) are those kinds of people.
1: They're so risky that that's what they're doing.
0: That's right. So that's, so you got spenders, you got, uh, let's see, you got spenders, you got savers, you got risk takers. I know they don't, they don't have rhymes. Spenders, uh, savers, risk takers. The next one's security seeker.
1: Yes. Guess what Des- we are. Just
0: describe for me the security seeker, there, babe.
1: Um, I don't know. I guess that's a tough one because <laughs> when you are it, it's hard to put it all into words. But um, I guess it's somebody that really checks things out, makes sure that it's a, a good. Yeah investment and a a sure, you know, investment. See,
0: I think you're more of a security seeker than I am. Now we both register. We are security seekers, but like we do investigation. I'll do investigation to a curse. I'll do a cursory review. And then you always do the rest of the detail.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, that may be true, but um, we compliment each other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For sure.
0: But we're trustworthy. It says that security seekers are trustworthy people.
1: Well, I think that, um, again, we, you want to place your, your money into something that is going to last and be a good investment. And so we're looking for things to be trustworthy, and, and that's a, a quality that we have ourselves.
0: Often security seekers are willing to sacrifice, and they are prepared for anything, but they have some downsides. And what might they be? Sometimes security seekers (laughs) are overly negative. They're they're pessimistic instead of optimistic. And I am definitely, some days I am like got Eeyore personality.
1: Well, it's kind of funny that you were in the insurance world for so long because that really fits well with a security seeker because you're making sure that your risks are all managed. That's right.
0: For that unpredictable tomorrow, peace of mind today. Sometimes security seekers get stuck in a research rut, but not me. Uh, sometimes they can get stifle creativity yeah I've been accused of that because I try to keep people just keep on task let's go let's keep moving stop getting stuck here and or some people they're like hey that was a great idea but you know what? let's get back to where we're supposed to be okay the last personality flyer the flyer this is
1: the rarest one of all of the money personalities and it's people that you know they're they like people, and they're basically content with their life, and they're happy to let other people take care of the money, and they're not motivated to make a lot of it's money. It's all about the relationships. But them. yet they'll spend the money when there's some an opportunity to have a good time. Right.
0: They're not motivated by money, but sometimes they can tend to be reactionary and lack the skills needed to solve money problems. They might be a little disorganized, and people might accuse them of being unresponsible with their money. All right, so that's the five money personalities. You got spender, saver, risk taker, security seeker, and flyer. Which one are you? Go out to fivemoneypersonalities.com and find out more information. You're listening to the I Work For Him together on Tuesday show. As we tackle your marriage and relationship issues, just from our own perspective. We're not licensed therapists. We're certainly not licensed counselors. Why? Because if you're a licensed counselor, you're supposed to ask people questions. Sometimes I just can't deal with stupid. And if I see somebody doing something stupid, I want to be able to tell them. And there's so many fantastic marriage counselors out there, marriage professionals, uh, psychotherapists, all those people out there that that can help you deal with seriously deep issues. Martha and I are not equipped with that. We We have a network of people that we'll refer you to. But when it comes to just... Plain and simple, solid marriage advice. We just speak from our hearts on what we've seen, what we've experienced, the mistakes that we've made, the mistakes we've seen other people make, but all along talking about the restoration that can happen in any marriage because of the work that God does in our hearts, and that's made possible by Jesus. He came to restore all things, and marriage is one of those things.
1: Yes, and yeah. Of course you're going to be mad at me cuz I'm going to say the the glass half full thing here. We learn from the things we do right too, not just all the mistakes. <laughs>
0: okay. Wow.
1: It's not just mistakes that we make. No, that's No, that's true. We've made And that's really what we bring to the table because we're saying, okay, we read this book on money personalities and we had a great takeaway from it. And so we want other people to learn about it too, because if we take a little bit of a time to invest in understanding the people around us better and understanding ourselves, you can have a better relationship, and that's and that's where the tie-in is back to work and in your home. Because if you're working with people and you just don't get them, try to figure Try to learn more about them, not just figure them out on your no, own. No,
0: but you know what you can do is you can just sneakily. In a sneakily way, ask them questions from the five money personality test. One at a time. No, then...
1: no, 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 no. Even better than that, you can say, hey, you know what we did at home? It was really cool. We took this test. And we learned about our money personalities. Do you want me to give you the website so you could do that too? Or whatever it might be. It may not be this topic, but but that's why we love Bring to do Bring it up over this. lunch, and then you yeah. can create
0: a follow-up conversation. And we did look up on the break. It's You could type in the five money personalities, and it'll go to the website, themoneycouple.com. Right. So any way you get there, and we recommend you take the test, and then give them your email address, to send the results. Yeah, all right. Hard. So we had those five different personalities, but then how does our personality, the actual personality, that's how we handle money, but it's all related, Martha, to how God created us. It is. And the personalities that we have. You know, so but I want to make sure people understand right before the break, we gave away a book. Well, we offered a book. We did offer away, but we didn't give it away yet. Not yet. All right. James Harnish wrote this book, Earn, Save, Give. John Wesley's Simple Rules for Money. And and it's just, if we want to learn how to handle money in a biblical way, there's lots of great resources out there. And and this is just one of those great resources. John Wesley's a great uh, guy who is solid in his faith. What were you going to say? Well, I
1: was just going to say, and for people when they call in to get one of our books, MTL Magazine is the one who mails it to them and they mail them a magazine and information about that too. So if that's something that you're interested in, it's a great way to... Um, you know, take advantage of both things that are out there, this book, and then also getting a chance to see the magazine for yourself.
0: So call into the studio line now at 877-943-9673. Program that into your phone, 877-943-9673. All right, so personalities. Now, there's lots of different ways that people out there describe personalities. There's the Myers-Briggs test, which just uh, breaks yep. uh, personalities in a 16 different personality tests. Right. Too complicated for me. I'm too simple of a guy. <laughs> and, and then there's the DISC test, which mm-hmm. there's a, a there's a lot of non-copyrighted versions of that out there. And then there's this other way that describes yep. it choleric, sanguine, melancholy, phlegmatic. And, and, and I'm not even sure what all those words mean, but I, it, but we're going to describe people's personalities because what we did on the marriage cruise and what we do on marriage retreats is we get people to just help understand themselves and then understand their spouses because then they could start putting the pieces together and go, oh, that makes sense. Well, if you're that, that explains why you respond this way. Right. Because that's really what it's all about. It
1: is. It just goes back to understanding each other so that we can then relate in a way that makes sense because we understand where you're coming from.
0: Yeah, and it's really just investing time and mm-hmm. and really into our marriages because it's one of those things where how many of you have gone a decade and have never sat down for a whole weekend long and go, well, who are you really? You know, <laughs> I thought you were cute when we got married and you're awesome and I love spending time with you, but how did God wire you? We need to study those things because. When you look at how we are wired, we are wired very differently. Yes,
1: but yet it's funny how on very many of these kinds of tests, not the DIS test, but like the money personality test and also the personality test that we're going to talk about here, we have similarities,
0: but that's because we spent 30 years together. You think? They say people after 30 years start to look like each other. Well, that's uh, not really our case.
1: No. I don't think so. <laughs> I've never heard anybody say that. Do we look I like the I think it fam- has to do, do with, do with your dog. They do, that. They... No, they say that about their dogs, they... not about their spouse. No, they say, I
0: swear. I've never
1: that. seen two people married that I say, man, they look like each other. <laughs>
0: I can think of a couple we're not gonna mention names on the okay, air fine all right so we've got these different personalities and how it impacts how they handle money uh so let's just talk about the choleric person okay all right and let's just call her choleric claire
1: because that's what they did in the curriculum that we used yeah all okay right.
0: <laughs> and claire is a powerhouse she knows who's boss she is a born leader and she doesn't want to waste a lot of valuable time explaining to people why they're wrong. Claire enjoys risk-taking, adventure, and challenge. She's competitive, sharp, quick-witted, and articulate. Most of all, she likes to be in charge. As long as she's not overly bossy, her leadership is welcomed. She's highly motivated, a self-starter, and confident in her decisions. She likes to do all the talking. She thinks she's always right and seems and sees no need to listen to anybody else's views on any topic. <laughs> why are you laughing? Does that sound That's- like me?
1: that it does <laughs> it does but I I never have envisioned you as a Claire but that's okay Whoa. you're Charlie or something I don't know
0: oh wow and ace thinks that sounds that's creepy just because it sounds so much like it. I think <laughs> that's what it is.
1: see and this is the part where when people read these things it really they, they're like oh my goodness
0: all right C- claire is continuing living at the limit of income in order to finance the next vision now that's not me she put she can put large sums of money at risk very quickly in order to underwrite her latest pet ambition Claire is a born entrepreneur who hates to work for others. That may be me. Because of her unwillingness to accept input and sometimes nearly manic sense of personal power, she may destroy her own dreams through unwise risk and debt. That part I don't have, but I am. I really can't work for a lot of other people.
1: But I wrote down that this was actually your number two. Okay. So...
0: Uh, that's Whoa. good. So I'm not totally creepy like Ace well,
1: that's Well, that's not even nice to say because there are people that this oh, is their number I, one.
0: No, people, it, it, no. And it's just, it has to do with the fact that you, Martha stole my pen again. I it,
1: did not. I you, don't like your pens. Yeah. <laughs> Jim has a certain pen he has to use all the time. Anyway, so he's using my pencil. All right, so how
0: about you read Sanguine Okay, Sam. I will do
1: that. Sanguine Sam has an outgoing, generous, and enthusiastic personality. He enjoys being the center of attention. He likes groups, loves to have an audience, and hates structure. He has the ability to explain complex material in a simple and understandable way. That's quite a gift. He is creative, innovative, and outgoing, and he's a born salesman. He enjoys change, but has trouble following rules if he considers them too rigid. He hates... <laughs> detail. He's a creature of impulse and does not like anything tedious, so his book checkbook is never balanced. He doesn't like detailed record keeping. Complicated systems that require self-discipline over long periods are simply not for him. Now Sam tends to be overcommitted at entry at every level. He has a willing heart to serve, but has a weak follow through. He has a tendency to be disorganized and unreliable. He doesn't have a firm grip on the finite nature of his paycheck. He always thinks he can squeeze just one more tiny installment payment out of his salary. Because he acts on impulse and doesn't keep records, he has no idea how much he is spending.
0: So I've got pieces of Sam. Oh yeah,
1: I think all of us have pieces of all of these in there. It's just that some are going to be way more dominant.
0: Yeah, I got pieces there, but I know where our money is. Like right.
1: the fact that you're a born salesman,
0: and that I could sell ice to Eskimos. There's a good reason. Ice could you or Eskimos could use purified ice because okay. their ice, you know, it's been hanging around. And ice in an ice box after a long time starts to smell like the food around it. So ice up in the Antarctic, down in the Antarctic, would get stale. Be stale uh-huh. ice. They well, need fresh go. See,
1: you can. Ju- you, there you go. You just made a and sale. It's,
0: but ice from the Antarctic is healthy because it's got minerals. Okay. <laughs> All right. So melancholy Mary. No one has a better eye for detail than Mary. She can review pages of figures, patiently calculate the results, and happily search for mistakes. She's a perfectionist in almost everything she does, and she has the ability to find the lump in everybody else's gravy. <laughs> this could also be Melancholy Mark. Okay, She is a stickler for detail. Her motto is, a place for everything and everything in its place. We are both like melancholy people. We are. We're totally because there's everything's in its place, and a place for everything. But there, we do both have junk drawers, though. Mary can bring order into chaos. She's haunted by feelings of inadequacy, which can bring on depression. That's not true. Um, she strives for perfection in herself.
1: Mary is a kind of person who writes all the money management manuals and seminars she <laughs> always knows where she stands financially she rarely gets into financial trouble because of nature because by nature she's frugal and conservative although because of her eye for perfection she may overspend in order to process the best
0: all right now but then there's phlegmatic Phil maybe one of you out there is phlegmatic Phil is unflappable good-natured patient self-controlled dependable responsible hard-working and conscientious conscientious <laughs> Phil is not driven by huge ego. We're talking like CPA personality here. Once headed towards a goal, Phil is not likely to change course. It takes too much trouble. He hates change. He faithfully carries out his duties, working steadily and competently and without dazzle. Phil is not driven by ambition, impulse, greed, or judgment. If faced with confrontation or challenge, Phil may waffle or backtrack because he cannot handle anger. He does not willingly take risks. He is not comfortable bucking trends. All right, so you can see as we look at these four personalities and how they impact how you spend money, that's why it's so important that people understand this stuff.
1: It is because, you know, even I was looking back at some of the questions that, get you to the results and it cracks me up because it's like you purchase a new car and when you got home and you looked over the contract again you discovered that you were overcharged by $100 we're talking about buying a car I'd have a car and the choice that led us to our melancholy Mary is the fact that it says you decide to call the auto dealer to point out the mistake
0: I never would have left the auto dealer without catching the mistake I would have caught that
1: well you would hope so but it is very possible if I didn't catch it you would have caught it um, it depended on how hungry you are by the end of writing a contract to buy a car because that can take a long time. It
0: can take a long time. But
1: the, but the point was that, um, you know, th- that's the kinds of questions and you look at that and you go, okay, that's me in that scenario. I understand it. And if you maybe see your spouse or a coworker or somebody else and you, you know, they, you get depressed about your own stupid, stupidity and the innate d- dishonesty of people. So that's somebody who's not going to deal with it. They just take it upon themselves. And like, oh, I can't believe that I lost a hundred dollars.
0: Well, and maybe you're one of those people that you're like, I want to really know more about this stuff. We've got places on the web where we found all this stuff. There's out, this is out there all over the place. We can absolutely equip you with these kinds of uh, tests and quizzes and things that we did. Uh, none of it is ours. We we found it on the web. You got it. It's great stuff. Find out who you are. Find out who God created you to be. You're listening together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha Brangenberg as we talk about money and personalities. And, and God, in His ultimate humor in creating all of us so differently, we all have a different personality. We all have different percentages of all these different personalities combined together to make us us. And, Based on what that personality is, it really impacts how we handle money and possessions and things like that. Martha, when when we went through all these different personalities, and we went through them pretty quickly, you know, what did you say your number one was?
1: Melancholy, Mary.
0: Melancholy, Martha.
1: Yes, that would work too.
0: All right. But, and my number one was choleric, right? No, no my your number, number one, one
1: was melancholy. It was,
0: but then I had choleric and sanguine in there, but I'm not phlegmatic. Correct. It just sounds like a guy who's got a lot of gas. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so but oh. we at the end we always do this, and we've got this great worksheet. If you ever, if you want to have a fantastic conversation with your spouse over dinner tonight, email us, Jim at iworkforhim.com. Jim at iworkforhim.com. We've got this this conversation piece that we created to communicate about money with your spouse, and we'd love to be able to send this worksheet to you. the The question is, hey, if you received five thousand dollars tax free, what would you do with it? What would you like to know what your spouse? Would Think about that. Rank the following activities one to six to indicate what you enjoy doing least. An evening at home, a night in the town, a few hours on the job, involvement in physical activity, spending time with friends, some time to myself. Okay, on and on and on. What money problem is the most frequent cause of argument in our marriage? Those are things that people need to talk about.
1: We do. And so, you know, again, just taking the opportunity to make sure that you're having some time to actually talk and have conversations about who you are and how God's made you.
0: And there are resources out there to help you strengthen your marriage, especially in this area. You need to just email us and we'll, we'll put you in touch with some of the five money personalities. Um, and, and there are lots of, like I said, we've got resources. We could send you worksheets that you can work on with your spouse. Just email us, jim at com or martha at iworkforhim.com. Ah, we've come to the end of another show, baby. We have. All right, listen, thanks so much for tuning in today. Hey, what did you learn today on how you can impact your marriage and your other relationships, maybe by understanding how God created people? Have you studied that? Go out to IWorkForHim.com tonight. Make that commitment to start loving your neighbors as yourself in your workplace. Make the commitment to join IWorkForHim.com. Hey, based on today's discussion, what did you learn? What did you learn about yourself? You know, we learned today a lot about ourselves and really when you understand yourself better it makes it a lot easier for you to incorporate your faith into your workplace. If you understand how you handle money, it makes it a lot easier for you to help other people out. If you understand how God created your personality, it makes it a lot easier for you to speak truth into other people because you'll start to study their personalities. God created us each very different on purpose. To just display the wonder of who God is. There's 7 billion people on the planet, and every one of us is different. Do you know who you are? Do you know how you've been created? That's why we have Identity and Destiny as one of our sponsors this year. That's a study you can get in order to find out exactly who God created you to be. The five money personalities, another great way to understand how God created you unbelievable great information martha you know you've been listening to the i work for Him radio show with your host jim and martha brangenberg we're christ followers we own our own business but ultimately i work for him, him.